Well, me too. Like, I, I want the honest example. Like, obviously, your example the, of a car well, to the farmer market is not going to fly. Right. When I said that, I was like, oh, that's not helping my case at all. But <laughs> yeah, now i gotta, now got to dig in. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 67 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. If you have not, just a little solid, subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana, and with me, as always, he'll do a two-game road sweep on you. Most Ooh. awesome. That's right. I'm shutting down the Oracle. Oh man, I gotta get gotta gotta close out this legacy with a you know <laughs> win at home, right? That would have to happen. I know, I know, right? I'm gonna take my, my but I'm not gonna take my talents out west. Though. I'm not gonna be like <laughs> Kawhi not do that. No, and spurn that. the entire Toronto fans afterwards and just break their hearts. Oh man, we got uh, another thing. How's your week been, brother? What's been going on? Uh, so you're, been, you're you're decompressing after all the. I mean, it was a circus. For oh a beat. yes, yes, crazy decompressing, getting life back to normal yeah. as is. The kids are settling in nicely, which is good. And then uh, you know, just kind of work as uh, work is going the way it is, and potting like it is, my friend. Huh, at least you're keeping your eye on what is most important, guys. We got right. a jam-packed episode. We're doing rip. We're gonna talk. NBA Finals Game 3 and 4. We're going to hit that inbox. We're going to do the Neapolitan Showdown. Best things to do in the sun. We have a guest. Mr. Aaron Champion is going to join us. He will be the guest judge for the Neapolitan Showdown. And then also we're going to jump into date night doing Flight of the Navigator. That guy's a nerd. He's very excited. He's going to be all over that. Then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Headlines. We're talking NBA Finals game three and four. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Ooh, because Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors shocking the world a little bit, taking the NBA Finals by storm. They're up three games to one, and I don't think many people expected it. Yeah, do, do they win this in five? That's a quick oh. question right there, not to step on step on the lead. Yeah, right. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's in it's in in big possibility that they could win in five at home in uh in jurassic parkville i don't even know this i still don't know the name of the stadium i'm not gonna learn it i'm not gonna learn it <laughs> it's too re- late now you just refuse to do it you just exactly on. but yeah i mean the, that place is gonna be bonkers i can guarantee that on monday sure. night as you guys are listening to this pod getting prepped for monday night madness here uh it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy and obviously as as we saw from game four you know, Clay coming back from that injury along with uh, Steph Curry, 
Uh, they even, you know, got Looney out of the the injury bin and and shot him up with some some uh, some goodness to get him off the uh, off the injury reserve. Let's go back uh, one game at a time, just because yeah. it is uh, the audience is. We're not blaming you guys. There's an hour of power. A lot we try to pack in. We had tackle as we have two NBA final games going on that already happened. What happened game three? So game three was, you know, there's two things I want to jump in on game three. I want to I want to jump in on, you know, this Golden State's first. Uh, home game, I, I think they were favored by, you know, I think it was like five and a half, six and a half. And it's just something like, like that. Another one of those game one things where they just could never get back within like over that seven, nine point hump. Right. And that shifted because at that point, Clay was still Clay Thompson was still, you know, basically moments, you know, minute to minute on if he was going to play or not. And they sat yep. him. And then it was just all Steph Curry. Steph Curry went yep. for like 47 that game. But you're right. I mean, they just they just didn't have enough juice in the tank to get it over. And they just, you know, the 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 Raptors were just. Yeah, I want I want to talk about that a little bit more, brother. Like I know, like I I think Bill Simmons does a great breakdown. And I love the way he kind of is just like, all right, so whatever we get we get 40 and some change from Steph. Like, right. where's the other 60 points coming from? And it's right. like. It's a really good question with that much on the bench, but it's also a much to Toronto's credit. It's they're scoring at will like these, like a lot like game one, like there wasn't, it wasn't contested stuff. It was just like moving the ball around and just striking. Yeah. And they're pushing the pace a lot and they're running opportunistically, which has been really good for them. And they're just, they're finding points. Someone obviously Kawhi is doing what he does. Like he is the baseline yeah. for you're going to get, 25 to 30 points, 9 to 12, 13 rebounds, and some a lot of defensive plays. And then it seems like at every kind of stretch where they need somebody to step up, Van Vliet steps up, Kyle yep. Lowry steps up. Game three was big for Kyle Lowry. Uh, Gasol has some moments here and there. Uh, Serge Ibaka in the second half, basically like midway through the third quarter, kind of kind of came out of nowhere and was like blocking a bunch of shots, running down a whole bunch of rebounds, and that even carried into game four. And he had been basically non-existent in the first couple games of the series, Serge Ibaka. Um, and then you had, you know, Norman Powell getting some minutes. I mean, basically what it is, it's just like who, you know, it's Kawhi, and then who's going who's gonna to take this two, three-minute stretch to go along with them? And that's where they've had the biggest difference from, say, the Golden State Warriors. Well, so, so what's different right now? Is it is it Kawhi Linder? What's different about the uh, this Raptors team? Because Raptors has been like, you know, obviously not Golden State ilk. Like it's not up there mm-hmm. with Cavaliers or whatever. But it's been, you know, you're definitely going to see them in the second round of the NBA playoffs for like the last four years. What's gotten them over the hump? And I, I know uh, Kawhi Leonard's the easy answer. Sure. But it's not that, right? Are they playing with a different passion? It's not fucking Drake. Like, what? what is it that's right. putting them kind of over the hump that's making them do this now? Well, I think I mean, it goes back to, to last year. I mean, Dwayne Casey was the coach of the year, uh, and Masai, their general manager for the Toronto Raptors, decided, uh, hey, we're, we're going to cut ties with Dwayne Casey. We know what our, our ceiling is with him. It's getting – and DeMar DeRozan in particular along with that. It's we're going to get to the second round, maybe the Eastern Conference Finals. But that's the ceiling. We don't have enough to get over the hump. So Masai made the big trade along with, uh, with uh, Danny Green, who had some big game moments. And then at the trade deadline brought in Marcus Saul, who's played in big games. These guys have all played in big games. And then he went with uh, Masai let go Dwayne Casey, the head coach, and went with Nick Nurse. We talked about up-and-coming coaches. Nick Nurse was 
instrumental in turning around their offense two seasons ago where they were kind of a plotting pick and roll team and then they kind of open it up and let let some three-point shooting in and some you know some pace and space and that sort of stuff and it's continued on into this season and Nick Nurse has done a, a really good job managing Kawhi's minutes and just managing managing the team and and making the right the right plays I mean was a game two where they threw that the box and one at Steph yeah. really you know and and they the Warriors came back and said oh this is janky defense well it actually kind of got him back into the game a little bit so janky or not you know it's one of those things where he was willing to try something throw a wrinkle in there and see what happens and it started to pay off yeah I mean do you uh, I want to go back to one of the first points you said at the gate on this um do you believe in kind of that playoff pedigree like you need that playoff experience is that what we're seeing with toronto right now it's just like they always kind of been there once and nothing put it all together at the right time yeah i definitely think so i think that there's a reason why like historically when you think back on it you know the the star players in our league have had to have a little bit of playoff seasoning even jordan had to go through the lumps kobe had to go through his lumps uh bird magic didn't really have to because he had such a veteran club with um, with uh, James Worthy and with uh, Kareem and, and Michael Cooper and those guys, Byron Scott, who'd all kind of won and done stuff before. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it does matter. The, the pressure gets a little, uh, you know, raised when you get into those, those deeper rounds. And even we saw it with, you know, Giannis. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like, Milwaukee. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's his thing. That's, that's you know, he got it past the first round. Now we got to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, right. that's his next kind of learning how to how to play at that level because the game, we you know, you've talked about it a lot. We talked about it that there's basically two seasons: the regular season, and then the the play at the postseason. And it's one of those things. It's a different style of game. It's a different type of play. Yeah, you have to you have to have that experience, right? Because it's getting there, and it's because I think on paper for a seven game series, it sounds insane to go down like two games to zero. Yeah. But that's just that's fucking playoff basketball. You know, right. it's just like, you know, if, if you're the if you're the lower seed, you're going to go on the road for two games. You're probably going to you'd love to steal one. If not, just make sure you're taking care of things on your home court. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it, it definitely is one of those things where I think that's what, again, where Masai looked at it and said, Danny Green has championships. Kawhi has championships. He's a final MVP. Marcus Gasol has played big international minutes. And when you sprinkle that all together, it's a it's a better shot from a championship run perspective than what we have now. And so I, I would really credit him to that. And then when you look at the other side of the coin with what Golden State's doing, I mean, they had all those championship pieces in there. And what they really did is, and what Bob Myers did, uh, when we talked about the birth of Golden State, they went kind of the other direction. They, they, look, they looked at it and said, like, let's get four superstars together. Let's get Draymond, Steph, Clay, and then because we can do it, we have the money, let's bring in Kevin Durant as well too at the you know, at the detriment of the bench because now they don't have dollars to spend for bench players. So you've got Alfonso McKinney and Quinn Cook in these big moments of these games just trying to, you know, who haven't been there. Quinn Cook's been there a little bit, but Alfonso McKinney hasn't. And it's like these guys don't have, you know, they don't have the seasoning and they don't have the the experience to, to make it make a difference. All right, so this is a big question right now, um, and we'll get this. Uh, we'll get into this before we get into kind of the the micro shit that doesn't really matter for the game, but it's interesting to talk about. 
what's the better way or how would you prefer to go out? Do you want to go out kind of overstaying your welcome as a franchise or do you want everyone to disband and leave? Because I think right now, like, Golden State not necessarily overstaying their welcome. Like, it is super inconvenient that, you know, yeah. like, two players were injured. It's right. a shitty way to go out. But it's also a shitty way to go out to just, like, have everyone just go to their new squad and then, like, act like, you know, that last year we could have had never happened. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's a crazy <laughs> subplot to think because just a couple weeks ago we were talking about this potential dynasty run, and we were putting them up there in the yeah, the Bulls upper tier yeah. of yeah the upper tier of these these NBA franchises, and uh, you know ten days go by and look, it's totally different. It's gonna it's gonna shatter that legacy altogether, and the added free agency of speculation of this. Here's the other thing that I was starting to think about. It's like, everyone's just assuming that clay Thompson's going to stay, but, but why? Yeah. I mean, yeah. why, why, why is it a guarantee? I know he's, he's, you know, he's invested in the, in the time that's there, but maybe he's going, you know what this franchise, if, if Durant leaves, we're still way over the cap. We don't have a lot of money. Steph clearly like the two of us and Draymond, you know, it's not like we're just going to roll the ball out and just guarantee victories. Maybe I go somewhere else. Maybe I go and maybe maybe I try and be the guy. You know what I mean? Maybe I try to be the, the guy Ooh. and go somewhere else. You know, it's 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 not totally inconceivable. I don't know his, his personality type, how, how yeah. loyal is or how important that is to him. But, I mean, why are we all just just assuming that this is going to be his – like, he's going to resign and it'll just be the three of them and Durant will go. Well, maybe he's like, you know what, fuck this. I don't want to be – I don't want to be here saddled to this franchise if it's going to go – you know, South, we're going to be a middling West team. I could be yeah. a middling West team and, and be the guy, you know, run a city, maybe try and find a, a, another destination, maybe like Dallas or, or somewhere else or, the, or Brooklyn or something. Yeah, might might not might not be the guy in Dallas. Dallas would be interesting. I'm hearing that. Yeah. Uh, I it, it doesn't strike me as he kind of hits me as the I need to be the number one. It kind of reminds me of like a, maybe like a little bit of a, um, not Kawhi Kyrie Irving like uh, right. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is I always bounce back more of those. Uh, I want to do that, but it's it's not uh, something you said earlier. It's not legacy shattering, right? Like this is still a legacy team. It's just like, do we see a team built the way this team was built again? Because I want to remember, like, this team was built kind of before the super teams or around the same time. Like, do we see a team built like this from the ground up again? Or is free agency just so dominant and it is like a player's controlling their own destination world where it's just like a team is not going to have time to do this again? Yeah, I mean, it, the, there there will be somebody that strikes, you know, lightning in a, or catches lightning in a bottle and, and drafts you know, a clay and Steph type players and then, you know, finds a diamond in the rough. I mean, there will be a team like that and it'll be interesting if their personalities will allow it to develop into the way that we saw it with the Golden State Warriors, because like you just said, the player empowerment era and everyone deciding that they're going to be the guy, you know, you know, uh, both of those, all three of those guys, clay, Steph and Draymond all had to eat a little humble pie in the league to maybe kind of give them a little bit of humility that they're, you know, you might not be the guy, you know, you might not be the man. You might be a very good player, but you might not be the man. Yeah. And so, um, so we, so we, I mean, there could be that lightning in a bottle, but uh, I don't know if someone will be able to capture it and, and their legacy. I, I think they drop down a tier below. I think golden state does get in that, like 
in that my like that Miami Heat big three. Ooh, like I okay. think they get in yeah. that. You know, like because I don't know if I can put them. You know, you went there five. I, I put that. I, I agree with you. It's a different tier, but I'd still. So I'm not going to put them in the Bulls like Lakers tier like uh, Celtics. Yeah. But I'm still going to put them like top of that second tier. Because you got to you got to respect yeah. how how it was built. Also, like I think that's a lot of things that like. Hold with us. So even like that that Miami Super team, like I, I'm still I want to put Golden State over that team just because it's like like they just like built this team from like the floor up. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. There is definitely bonus points for it. I would put them in that upper echelon of that tier, and also because of the the impact that they had on on the style of play and the gameplay and like yeah, you know, I mean everything. But in five years, they went three and two. Uh, or potentially three and two. Sure. Now, if it if, if Durant comes back and or oh, you know, oh <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got a hot pod. Might be Uh-oh. emergency, emergency, emergency. <laughs> uh, all right, brother. Let's talk about uh, a couple of bullshit things that don't really affect the game, but uh, going to be fun okay. to oh yeah, jaw about. Um, okay, Which so, one do you want to go first? Right, I'll dumber, go, I'll, dumber. I'll, exactly. All right, we'll go. We'll go. Beehive, Beehive, and. Uh. Well, it's like one of the like owners' wives getting like uh, death threats or whatever. It's like I don't, yeah. I, I never want. Oh God, I'm afraid to call this out because if our podcast was big enough, maybe the hive comes after us. But it's just Ooh, like it's, I don't know. Apparently, they catch everyone in their sight. So bring it, Beehive. Uh, are you not Is it allowed? Beehive or Beehive? I, it's probably Beehive. I mean, Beehive makes. Actually, I don't even know which is which isn't going to be good for us. Exactly. <laughs> no Either way, is it bro? Uh, can can just a woman not talk to Jay-Z? And here's here's what I don't like about it. Like I'm not blaming Beyonce, obviously, but obviously this like just random people on social media are being insane. Yes. It's also like uh, like uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z were invited by this couple, right? And it's just like right. a, yeah. just, and I guess the story she leaned over and she was like, Hey, like what you want something to drink and it's a vodka soda and now she's getting death threats? That's that's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a uh... Uh, Lacob and his wife. I don't know his wife's name. Shout out uh, to wherever you are. But I do remember seeing her on the sidelines. Like, man, who is this lady on the on courtside who's screaming in this like gold, like shimmery dress? Yeah. Just a few moments later, here I find out that she's getting death threats. So what a weird, what a weird world we live in. But yeah, I, and I think people are making much ado about Beyonce's reaction to her leaning over. Maybe she was just having I, I maybe mean, Beyonce had bubble her, guts and was just trying to hold it apart. I don't know. <laughs> to me, her face looked like I know like I was really trying to relook. I was just like, all right, if I didn't have any of this influence, would I really think this response looked like that? To me, it looks like someone's leaning over you to talk and you're just like, Oh, like I'm not a part of this conversation. Like it's not rude, it's not nothing. It's just like, oh, two people are talking like over me. That's what happens. Yes, exactly. I'm sure every member of the Bay Hive has made that face in that scenario at one point or the other and they weren't running through their mind like oh this chick is trying to bang my man like it's not that's not that's not that's not what's running through oh their my mind God. yeah oh. it's craziness and and here's the other thing like Bayhive, uh shouldn't we be i mean i i guess i'm making some assumptions of the 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 who's in the bay high but shouldn't you be yeah. like lady power like lady empowerment yeah. like why can't well, you know what i mean yeah. like don't 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 come down on the lady for being like a good host but like if if beyonce is so worried and you guys are so worried about some chick like hitting up jay-z maybe like maybe they maybe you know maybe we need to like throw some some anger toward jay-z a little bit like keep it in your pants bro 
Yeah, a little bit. Or let's let's just uh, like our rule of thumb should be let's count the number of husbands next to the lady talking to Jay Z. Yes. Go, okay. If, good. Good start. Good start. If that number is one or above, I guess, then uh, we're <laughs> not going to sweat it. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. going to move on. Oh my God, I can't believe that's the social media corner. That's all the time we're spending on that. <laughs> all right, uh, let's go over. To, um, speaking of another, uh, well, Golden State minority owner, Mark uh, Stevens. What's that? Was it Mark Stevens? Is that his Give name? him the shove, the little bit of shove. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know my thoughts on this, brother. I think yes. <laughs> I think I've been super clear about how I feel about fans he's trying gone. to make themselves a part of the game, and not only he's gone, like set up a boxer ring in the middle. Like, what are we gonna do? So, what? Uh, what's, what's the official? Where do we land on this? Like, I know he had to. He was forced to sell some, all of his shares. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know if I heard. So that's the new thing on the That was discussed. Yeah. So citizen email podcast at gmail.com. If you find that before us, we obviously have the internet. Also, we'll take a look. Just trying to get you to engage people. (laughs) Just trying to get you to engage. Relax. Uh, Yeah. So he was, uh, yeah, banned for a year and then forced to, I don't know the entire detail of how much he had to sell, but um, what's your take? Is this just. uh, Well, he's also five, 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 find a half million bucks, right? He was also fined a half million dollars. Great. Delighted. Yeah. So, so is this? Uh, you like to see this? Is this overblown? Should we have done more? What's going on? Uh, I think stopping short. I, do you, Do you remember seeing it too? It's is what it's it's. I do La- remember seeing it. It's Lowry not intentionally diving into it, like, and that yeah. wouldn't matter. But it's still like courtside seats. You get what you sign up for. Like he's yes. going for a loose ball. He's playing hard basketball, and then as Lowry is getting up out of the seats, like a a Golden State. Uh, what this guy? What's his name? Mark Stevens. Mark Stevens, not even a part of this, just reaches over. It's not dramatic, but reaches over and like shoves Lowry. Right. Like like right. like put. It shoves still strong, but let's just like puts his hand on Lowry and like pushes him up, but in like an anger, get the fuck out, like get the fuck off of his way. Yeah, it was one of those like. Like you're like you were annoyed. He was annoyed. No, it's like it's like you're you're the boyfriend and like that guy you almost got in a fight with with your girl is like he's getting the Uber and as the Uber door shuts, you're just like that's right, motherfucker, get out of here. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's like, right, it's like exactly. one of those scenarios. Yeah, I mean it's it's the shove is it's it's I mean obviously Kyle Lowry is a is a you know professional athlete. He's a, he's got some strength behind him, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like it is it is it is a little crazy because like I I I don't know why he should. He, he had a an impulse moment. I'm not trying to make any, you know, I'm not trying to make uh, uh, the case for Mark Stevens and yeah, why he's sure. right or anything like that. But, I mean, to sell your team is a bit fucking crazy, too. Like, Oh, really? Get, gonna, oh, I'm going to disagree yeah, oh, yeah, with you on yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, ban him for a year. Find him 500K. Sell yes. your team. I, that's an asset. <laughs> that'd be like, that'd be like, I push my mailman. Sell your house. No, it's, it's uh, like, no, no. It, <laughs> no, it is not like that. It'd be closer to like you know. I don't want the fucking penny saver. <laughs> no, Boom, it's like, you're it's gone. Like, no, it's not. It's not. You know, it's not Steve Jobs being sold at Apple, but it's just like you have a different responsibility to society as a owner of a team. Like you I, set I an example. Like you were like the head of the business, and for you to put your hands on players, which is you know probably probably an NBA like not financial realm. Like the number one problem we have is like how fans treat. Like the players and just that sure. interaction and what's too far and to actually sure. like be someone that is, you know, you're not only a broker for it, like you're literally an owner and to like have that 
lapse of judgment just you don't get it anymore man you know you can't you can't handle it you're done sure so it'd be like if i took my car and i drove it into like a farmer's market i need to sell my car and never be able to drive again like uh, that's what you're putting in at like that level if, or are you just like i just bumped an old lady with my car like intentionally like hey get out of my parking spot i can never drive again you know what i mean i'm just thinking i think it's like an like an error well actually judgment. let me let me think i know you put me on the spot here like <laughs> and maybe we need to make an mb fixes yeah I, if you're intentionally hitting people with your car and bullying them around then uh I, never I again though yeah i i don't know if i'm super i don't know if i'm disagreeing with you i'm wondering if i would actually say never again if you've used your car as a weapon like Never again. I'm okay taking your license away from you for the rest of your life because it is a privilege. It is a privilege to drive a car. It is a privilege to own a NBA franchise. You have to be voted in. And if you fuck that up, like you don't have any rights. Like it's just like you are not helping the cause. And this is a lot more. This is even more dynamic, I think, than hitting an old lady with cars. Is basically it's right. like this is in this is an arena like we own all this like we we are the figureheads of what's happening here and i'm shoving players yeah yeah still get the fuck yeah. out of here yeah the optics the optics are, are shit i mean that but that well, the, I get, uh, the, I, to me there's no different the optics are what's happening these aren't right. two different things like this is the optics and this is the actual situation right right so right but to done. your point that he has a greater sense of responsibility than just your average fan so so if it was an average fan you ban him for life right yeah, like I, I think we. It. Yeah, and I think this ties back to something like yeah, banned for right. life. Yeah, you cannot, you can't. Uh, I'll give you two options. Uh, you're either banned for life, or you can get in a boxing ring with a player you shoved. That's my. That's my two options. That's your. That's your two options. Yeah, yeah. You can do Shit, I. I take. I take. I take that second option. Man. I go in. <laughs> yeah, get the I don't want to get banned. I don't want to be banned from courtside. No, I just. I. I, I hear what you're. I, I. I hear where you're coming from, but I just, like, I. I just want to. I. To, to, to be forced to sell the team for a lapse in judgment. It's not like an, it's not like he's a, a real, you know, it's not like he's a Donald Sterling or something like that where there's a pattern, there's a history. Like, it, well, okay, but there's can, different. Can we there's have, like, can we like, have there's a level of like, can we have of, a level of, of, you know, I made a mistake. Like, I don't, I'm not a repeat pusher of, like, I didn't put, push like the concession people over, you know, like, well, other here's, play, you know I, I say, here's the thing. Like, I, I hear, brother, like, uh, you know what? We're going to dog ear this. We're going to absolutely make an MAB fixes because I think yes. it's been a long time coming and we're both excited. It's going to be a good one. I'm saying, like, uh, some things get a lapse in judgment pass. Like, uh, you shouldn't set your fucking IPA on the court between your feet because you're sitting courtside and they'll kick yeah. over the beer. You got to know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Putting your hands on their player, like, that's – laughs and judgments to me are mistakes that you've made that you haven't really realized the consequences of until you get called out for them. Like, pushing on another person is just, like, that's, that's something further ingrained. Like, that's right. not – like, that's not a real – like – to me, that's not a lapse in judgment. That's uh, your piece. Of that's shit. a character trait, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, and that, and that's the thing. It's like I don't know this guy from from Adam, so if I don't he need is to. That's fucking... what makes it great. I don't need to he... know him from Adam because I know everything I need to know about him. You found out everything you knew in that moment. Everything I needed. Yep. Ah, oh, see, I don't know. I don't know. I maybe maybe it's the maybe it's the the raising three kids and having a mistake and things like that happen, and they'd be like, oh, no more LOL dolls forever. You push your sister. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so is, does, you know where I'm going with this? Does Kamish Et own 10% of the Golden State Warriors? <laughs> she does not. Not, not If she does, I, I, I would like to know about this, but no. 
We'll bring it back to you guys. Uh, episode 68, we will do an MAB fixes. Good, because we don't have time. What is it called? Like, whatever, whatever it's called. It should be like, uh, I don't like. I don't it's like a court case now we're gonna present our side we'll figure it out all right let's get into <laughs> the uh we got a phone call let's get in it round round get around I get around yeah get around round round I get around I get around Guys, we have Aaron Champion, yes, a longtime fan favorite on the podcast, ready to throw it down. Brother, how you been? I've What's been going good. on? What's the haps? Uh, it's beautiful out here. I'm just enjoying the view outside the window. Sun setting. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Time zones, baby. Time zones. Time zones. Uh, when you first heard Most Awesome Brandana starting a sports podcast, how much did you geek out, bro? How did you geek out? Well, I, you know, sports. Sports. Sure. <laughs> that's that's what I thought. Sports. Yeah. About that. But uh, I listened and, and uh, you know, the heart, the, the amazing stuff you guys discuss is compelling, and I, I fell in love with it, obviously. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll, def- oh. we'll, def- we'll definitely take that. A little bit of bridge, though, just kind of figure out, like, your basis on everything. You would have to be, you know, not self-described, but if we had to take a stab in the dark, probably the least sports watcher we've had on the podcast. Like, no fantasy football. Like, how, how many hours a year are you watching sports? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say maybe an entire, entire year, probably 45 minutes. 45 okay. minutes. Like a day, forty-five minutes a day. That's your, like, that's your baseline average, right? Yeah, no, no, no. I think I think there's something. There's the. I watch a little bit of the Super Bowl. I watch. Okay. Uh, yeah. I watch a well, little this, bit this of the uh, Super Bowl. Every, everyone did that. Everyone did that. Yeah. But Any all together, I think I, I actually my eyeballs are on that screen for a total of forty-five minutes. <clears throat> oh, oh man! And no, no. Talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes, sir. No fan. No fantasy sports. No anything. No sir. Right, so what kind of pulls you into if you're gonna get in the sporting world where did you play a little sports in high school was there something like kind of drew to sports yeah absolutely I mean I, I, I played a, a high school ball for two years yeah uh, which football ball? which <laughs> which ball bro which ball you beat me, you beat me too and I was like which, which, which ball, ball? Is that? which ball are you doing which there, ball was a, there was a football involved there, there was a go. foot and a ball uh, there, there was go. a lot of there was a lot of uh, dudes yeah it was it was a uh, it was an experience. So did you sure. come up? Did you come up in a household that was just like you know? Do you feel I you know you're yes, around yes, the right age? Yes, yes, I did. Age. I came I came up in a house that was full of sporting. I think that's probably part of it, honestly. My yeah. mom was a cheerleader. My father was. Um, well, not just a cheerleader, a professional cheerleader. Yes, she right? was like, for the oh. Kansas City Chiefs. Look at that! And uh, my dad was a, a football player, almost into college, but he got injured. So it was it was it was a uh, very intense, and you're, you're uh, kinda, I think I rebelled against that a little bit. But you're kind of you did play you played a little uh, tight end, right? In I was tight school? end, uh, but you know we were a shitty team, so I also played played defensive end. <clears throat> there you go. Did you remember getting like jazzed up for it? Were you like 
Were no, no, no. Like, it, all, it all felt very artificial to me. It always felt like, like it didn't matter. Like, yeah, no, let's like, go, guys. <laughs> you're, you're not the Hallmark story. It's just like, I want to make the team for my dad. You're just like, no, oh, no, I no, got to no. do this. Uh, I played center one game. We won that game. But I was 142 go. pounds, lanky, six foot, and I played center for a game because the guy got hit in the jock so bad. He, he had to be taken out of the game. So I was the, I was the one left. To play what do you center. think? Uh, wh- honestly, like, what do you think the divide happens? Because it's not—it's not a clean divide. Also, like, it's not like we'll get into it a little bit that you know you like science, you're a nerd, whatever. But yeah. like, where's the div- <laughs> where's the divide of just like I'm in a sports, I'm not in a sports. What do you think specifically? You can be our non-sport correspondent, but like, <laughs> what is it that just makes you kind of not interested? Because like, you have to admit it's a thing. It's just kind of like. I know I don't love sushi, but I know, like, sushi's a thing. Like, I exist, like, I, I get that well, a lot of people like it. Like, what is it? I mean, if we're being completely honest, it's the artifice sure. of it all. It's, uh, it's, it feels very, I just, I can't get that jazzed up about moving a, I mean, it's a, it's basically a big board game that everybody's freaking out over. I mean, I, it just doesn't. It, yeah. It doesn't hit me. me. It doesn't yeah. catch me. You, get, you got me all excited. <laughs> yeah, it's just something. More about What's it? a board game today? Like I'm watching. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I I think I like the uh, the intelligence of it, especially in football. It, you yeah. know the the strategy of it. That's cool. But um, it, it's it's become. I mean, not become. It just always just seemed kind of goofy to me i i don't know i, I don't want to shit on your stuff i think your stuff is awesome no no, no. i know i said like it, it's such on stuff and also i think there's a great thing it's just like you know i i don't read the harry potter series i'm not saying like harry potter's a piece of shit i'm just not into it but also like i could you know just kind of vocally describe like why yeah, I'm not and, into and, harry potter so and you know i get caught up in it i mean the anxiety of it too is pretty intense like i get caught up in 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 um in march madness sometimes yeah, but it, there's so much, especially when the Royals went to the World Series, almost that first time, and then went the second time. That was stressful. Yeah, that's a lot of anxiety. That you know, I got I got stuff to do. Didn't happen in March, <laughs> but it's it's also like, do you? So maybe could there be like just a a line of the sand where you don't like the anxiety? Because I think like a lot of sports fans like diving into it. It's like that's what makes sports exciting. It's that you don't know what's gonna happen, and it's all—it's well, yeah. like a—it's a soap opera that's not scripted. Yeah. So it's just like it's live and it's real. And please, Brandon, edit out anything that I say that is wrong. <laughs> I'm not editing out shit. <laughs> Paul will attest to it. I don't edit out that's fucking true. anything. That's no, true. no, I got really <laughs> excited. I got really excited in uh, what was that? What was that? 2008 with the the with fall KU. classic. And uh, yeah. oh, March, March. And yeah. then with yeah. uh, the Royals during World Series, but uh, it was very—it was. You know, we would I would get off work and go run to watch the Royals, and uh, fall apart emotionally. It's just too much. It's too much. Well, is is it, is it kind of more and most awesome? I know you want to jump in here. Uh, yeah. Is it is it more of just like that's kind of where everyone's gonna be at, or you it did like pique your curiosity? No, it started. Bit, I mean, like obviously, fucking. it started at that's where everybody's gonna be at drinking. So yeah. I went there to do For that. Sure. But then you know I'd get engaged, and uh, hometown. Pride for me is huge. I'm a Kansas City sure. guy, so and a Lawrence guy. So but when you know when shit would happen with those teams, I'd be invested. I wouldn't really have my eyeballs on the game very much, though. Most of it was in the drink. But yeah, 
uh, it was emotionally investing and stressful. Yeah. And, well, and I grew up in that like household. My dad things. would lose his shit with the Chiefs through the 80s, through the 90s. So uh, that, was, that was not fun. He'd lose his shit every yeah. year for, yeah. for 30 I think, years. I, I mean, come on. I, I, and I kind of think, Champ, and don't let me step on your point here, too. I think a little bit of it is, is it sounds like it's less about the particular sports themselves. And while they are anxiety-ridden or, or – I mean, you could look at it in two terms. You could look at it as drama-filled or anxiety-laden. It seemed to me that your kind of approach was like you were, you were turned off by the falseness of – the people viewing the sporting event, right? Or no, no, no. I don't. I don't think it. the people who are viewing it are false at all. Oh, because I, I think that some people are. I think there are some people that's oh, like yeah, that's they good. go out of control, like you were saying. Like no, I, I think they truly just believe go, like, that. Nuts for it. I true. I think they truly. I mean, nobody can go out there with their shirt off, painted orange, and scream like that without really believing it. But looking at that, it's like. Ooh, guys, calm down, everybody. Yeah, right. Let's, let's, oh, yeah. let's take and, a break. <laughs> and I think Brandina and I are the biggest sports fans that there are, but, I mean, we do think that there's a level of, like, like reason and, and yeah. a level of, like, I think, and I do think some of those guys that you're talking about that paint their chest. Yeah, and scream in your face. A, it's a little, it's a little yeah. like, hey, yeah. dude, it, I no, just want It's super intense, <clears throat> but it is as much as, and it's as much as a badge of honor as is, like, I am one A Chiefs fan, and this is how I display it on on the grand stage, and therefore I'm somehow more a part of this sporting experience than you, the casual fan, or you, you, the hometown pride guy that shows up to watch the World Series. And I think that does turn off. I mean, that's the thing about like the Super Bowl is, is like a lot of times people get turned off by the, the fair weather fan or the casual fan that right. just kind of rallies up at the at the end, but. Well, I mean, for me, all of it's in entertainment. I mean, and I work yeah. in entertainment, and I get that. But these, but the, I don't know. It's like this warrior mentality. This, this. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's good, really, Aaron. I want to jump onto what Paul was saying and what you're, I think, hit on Aaron is like the fact is just like, still, I, I think in all realms, like, what what could bother you, what definitely like bothers us is the fact that it's still like. You know, there's some fans out there like the painting the chest and like people mm-hmm. seeing them like shirtless with the painted chest is more important than like the team. Like it's about it's the Drake thing, right, Paul? It's the so fucking it's the Drake fucking thing, Drake and we talked thing, about and, and and the the Kevin Hart is is inserting themselves into this as if they are in some way, shape, or form their fandom. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Catapult. Drake going out and yeah, I saw that on uh, on an entertainment thing. Yeah. That's right, bullshit. Exactly, yeah. I can't <laughs> believe he did that. Inserts himself Rubbing into some shoulders. other. <clears throat> That's not good look. Right. That's not a good look for. Yeah, I think, I think we were yeah. talking about uh, Champ was just like the fact that it's like some of these celebrity fans like they act like you know they're they're the you know the sixth man of the squad or thirteenth mm, man. Right. It's just like Drake's not on the Toronto Raptors. Like Kevin Hart's not on the fucking Eagles, and it's just like when Philadelphia Eagles win a championship, like Kevin Hart doesn't win a championship also. Yeah, you don't get to be up on the podium, and I think, and I think that's all the underpinnings of a lot of things that people don't like about sports is, is why are you so invested? But I could say the same thing about, and and no spoilers for for Brandana, but we could say the same thing about Game of Thrones. Oh, I'll take my headphones about... off. I'll fucking take my headphones <laughs> off. I'll walk the fucking way. Well, no, I mean, I, fi- but... I finally made it the last season. And and I agree. I mean, it, it's very fickle. 
you can yeah. you're great or you're and I, I think that's disrespectful to the talent in entertainment in general. Is oh, that's a good to, point. I never thought like, that's that's good most. I was like the disrespect angle. It's just like Kevin Hart walking up there like he was it's in the camps and OTAs in August. It's just like you just flew, you flew here. That, like, that you uh, just that co-owner, I don't know of what team who pushed that player. I mean, that's disrespectful of the talent that you have out there. I mean, it, sure. and, and the same goes for, uh, you know, actors don't get to make edits. And sometimes Game of Thrones, they you know, the story's told through editing. It's right. not always told through uh, the script. And editing and a coffee can... cup. Thanks for showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champion, would you be kind enough before we dive into, I know you, we've been buzzing about it, for, I think for almost a year now. Flight and Navigator, we'll get to that. Would you be kind enough to judge the Neapolitan showdown for us, brother? Sure. Let's do it. All right. It's high noon. Take us to the fucking jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right. Neapolitan Showdown, what started out as judging some fucking ice cream flavors has turned into, I mean, something dwarfing the final series. I'll tell you that right mm, now. Everyone's that's right. super excited. Because this, this, ain't, this ain't something that's fucking three games to one. This is, this is battle-tested and true. This is a seven-game series every time we step out <laughs> of the fucking pod. All right, we're going to do, be doing uh, Champ, and we'd love for you to judge as we're going to be talking about the best things to do in the sun. Uh-huh. I know. You're, you're. I, lo- I love this. This is my birthday one that I did a couple pods ago. You're like, I don't know where it's going to go, but let's see what we happens. Have no, <laughs> no fucking idea. So uh, we'll throw out our third, and we'll go up to the one. And Champ, you can feel free to give it an arbitrary score as you see fit. Why don't you take the ball out most awesome? All right. Um, so top things to do in sun. So I'm going to yes. set a little, a little uh, scene here. Sure. I'm going to go with the, the day drinking where you skip out from work, like Friday afternoon, three o'clock. You go, you hit like a patio bar. It's sun. The summer. You're in LA. It's sunny all the time. Maybe get a little happy hour appetizer. Maybe you meet up some friends. Maybe you just do it by yourself. A appetizer. Way, a appetizer, bro. Appetizer, <laughs> you know, get a little, you know, seven dollar slider plate, little tray, uh, and then you just sit there in the sun. You drink your nice little cocktail, your drink, in the sun. There's nothing better because you're, it's a little naughty. You're skipping out of work. You're not a couple hours you're early. Bad. You're naughty. You're bad. You're naughty. Here's my thing. Like, I, I want to put, I want to put day drinking on my list, and it does kind of show up and poke in at certain aspects. Sure. I don't know if there's anything more exhausting. And I'm including like five Ks. I'm cl- like whatever. Then like two IPAs in the sun. Like I gotta sleep for seven to ten hours. Like Zaps you. That. <laughs> there's no. Takes well, there's you're no, a different kind, sir. There's, you're a different there's kind. no hanger. Oh, you can do this, champ. You yes, can, you of course can I can that? do that. I've I've uh, watched you passed out on the couch while I continue <laughs> to do it. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of editing things out on the pod. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, buddy. Uh, I, I do like that. So I'm, I'm going to do something probably in that tip. I do, I do like you being bad. I, I want to know, like, how much, um, 
how's it work out if you want a little elbow room? I know you got the kids, so is it just sure. like does it turn into like movie night? Is it dad's tired? Like what what is um I, I think I think pre planning for a little happy hour hit has to be like oh. a little bit more scheduled in your world. Well, the, the happiest hour for me is when I see my kids, my children. All right. No, All no, right, just kidding. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't happen at all anymore. Day drinking. Sure. <laughs> These are memories. We're talking about all. memories. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a distant memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So you're so speaking really from nostalgia, like, yeah. is what you're doing. Yeah, nostalgia. Yes. Oh, yes. So, very right. much so. so. so there's a lot of points there for nostalgia. Okay, I'll bring up my nostalgia point. I'll see if you bite on this champ. I'm gonna do a little. Uh, I'm gonna do water park. I don't. Ooh. I don't. I don't know if there's any bigger buzz when we were kids, where it's just like we're going to Oceans of Fun. We're going like somewhere to do some water slides. Like two weeks from now, it would just be like holy smoke show. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. Hmm. Water park is great. Water park is fun. Because you get a lot of uh, of those those childhood nostalgia tip that you're talking about, Tia. but but when was the last time you went to a water park, B? I know because you're right. I said Tia. Have you seen what was it? it? Have was, you seen? It was the last time you had happy hour. That's what I'm saying. It's the last time you had happy <laughs> this hour. This is true. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Same but thing. My happy hour. <laughs> well, the places I choose don't include like sure. severely overbeast, sure? or obese kids <laughs> and parents. Yeah, and and I, like I hate swimming trunks. Does, yeah. does uh, the Vegas water park count with the with the with ooh. the drinks? Oh, I, yeah, oh this the lazy marries river. both. This marries yeah. both. Yeah, just round around 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 we go. Give me another yeah. uh, icy drink. Right, that's a that's a that's a really low end water park, but I'll t- I'll count it. I'll take it. No. <laughs> High score round one, champ. Well, um, actually, he he hit me pretty hard with day drinking. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so so that that's ten thousand points to Paul Dawson. Whoa! Wow! Water Park. I do. I do have fond memories of of going down a slide. So that is a uh, seven thousand five hundred for Brandon Delaney. All right, ten thousand seven thousand five hundred. We're doing a little what are right. these Jeopardies like pyramid scores. I like it. Yep. This it's is deep. fired up. Yeah. Round two. What do you got? Most awesome. Uh, I'm gonna go. You could you could do drinking with this activity, but it's not necessary. any activity. I, you said yes. We'll figure yes, it out. Yes, exactly, exactly. We'll figure out how to drink. Um, but I do like getting out. I grew up in Michigan. Lots of lakes, rivers, things like that. Getting with a couple buddies, going out, getting on the river, and going canoeing. All right. Canoeing. Have you ever done that? That's a fun. You yeah, get the right. little. You got to steer the boat. You're in nature. It's serene. You got to cooler for full this, of you know, know, natty light here's what i feel i feel like canoeing and like kayaking and like not really kind but it's like i think it's a bunch of things everyone says they do like all the time like a like a float trip to me is disgusting what first off kayaking yes because that's like the you're in like a Michelob ultra commercial <laughs> yeah but i know canoeing, it, it feels light yeah it feels like a lot yeah yeah like canoeing is like you don't really you just kind of like bounce and skip across, here's, here's across the river like, we we were at um like nomabber wheatley's bachelor party and then we did we a did pontoon boat yeah we did pontoon, pontoon. Boat. that's what really happens like all this talk yeah. about just like kayaking we're doing canoe we're gonna like i oh, just gotta the skydive like all this stuff like what bungee jump this ne- it never happens it never happens there's right. a bunch of people with beers trying to figure out how many beers they can put in some sort of boat hopefully not drowning. Apparatus. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Roasted. So that's uh, Roasted. River Rashes and Parasites from uh, Paul. What's next? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, time to fire up that grill. It's it's a simple solve, but it's nice. Like If, we're gonna, if we have to be out in the sun, and I don't like eating in the sun, we're gonna be out Ooh, there. Oh, I don't like heat in the sun either. No, right? Oh, are you a guy like when they're just like you show up the restaurant? They're just like, would you like to sit on the patio? And you look outside and it's like eighty-five fucking Beam, degrees yeah. and like size. It's like, why would I want to eat food out there? Strong no. pack. Do I, yeah. Do I want to eat chicken wings in heat? No, I do oh, not. No. Do I want to eat ramen noodles in heat? No, strong pass. No, I'm sweaty already. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> sweaty already. Uh, so I'll do. Uh, I do like to. I do like a grill. I like something fresh off the grill. I like grabbing a hot dog with mustard, and walking around with it. So I'm gonna say grill in the sun is my number two spot. How you scored and champion. I like how you wait. Kind of real quick. I like how you shit on. Like, yeah, not eating the sun. Like eating the sun. The relax. I'm gonna walk in the shit. I'm gonna walk in the like, Don't <laughs> just relax. 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 I'm immediately darting inside. <laughs> relax. I'm, just, I'm walking out of the sun to enjoy okay. this. Okay, sorry. All right, so uh, we, we ready here? So uh, I think uh, river rashes, um, horrible <laughs> float trips in the river. Sure. It's a negative yep. ten thousand or negative five thousand points for Paul. Ooh. So that brings you Ooh. down to five thousand. Let me do math. You know me and math, B. Sure. So yep. uh, grilling in the sun. Yeah. What is that? I like the smell of it. I, I like the smell of it. Yeah. Um, but it's still eating in the sun. It's, I still feel like we're eating in the sun. And yeah, it's always a mess are. and sticky. Might be a little right. All right. So down. that's a negative 1,500 for you. Jesus. So this that brings is, you I, down to 6,000? Yeah. Usually we just apply yeah, more right. points. Right. I didn't know we we're doing like the takeaway. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 this has been – this feels official. Okay, real, real fast. Can we talk about the float? Is the float trip – is that is that a real thing? Yeah, people sit in inner tubes with beer in trash Tube bags it. and float down yeah. the river. My sister does it all the time. Shout out to Katie Molson. Ah, it's gross. All right, number three. It's gross. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm 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 feeling like I I came into this not knowing I should. Typically yeah, you never know a chance. You, you never know. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to, you want to, you really want to gear it towards Wild card, the, the person. Wildcard. So, and now I, now I feel like. Oh, I'm now, now I know you. Tactical error. I now know your strat. <laughs> your strat is just like you try to warm. I knew you were always trying to warm up the fucking guest. You're a real Look, piece man, of work. Man, I play to win. I play to win the game. <laughs> um, but I know this is going to be not a good one. I love it. Um, it's fun. It's a sport. It's activity. You could do this with lots of people, or you could just do it with two people. I'm talking about beach volleyball. It's fun. It's a good time. You get a little exercise out there. You're not you're not just sitting on the beach doing nothing, which I don't like. I don't like going to the beach and just sitting there and like, well, what are we doing? Let's do something. I can't read a book. I mean – that's insane. Wait, yeah, Rating. yeah. Were, were we all at uh, Nomadver Wheatley's bachelor party? Mm-hmm. Yes, and we did play, and that's yeah. what reminded me. We, we, <laughs> and Darren passed out pon- the sand. I, uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the original hitting of the podcast. Passed out yeah. the sand. Yep, yep. During a game. Right. During a game, right. We kept we played around you. You're right. Yeah. We just, we just, you became the unofficial out-of-bounds spot. Oh, man. 
Let's go to Mark. Uh, so I went. I, I'm a little bit in your tip. I went a little less activity because I know drink is involved in every single one you said. I said just uh, seeing a game of the sun, going to see a baseball game or a football game, like just going to a professional sporting event and just sitting sure. in that seat. And it's just like it's game time, baby. That buzz, that buzz of the stadium. Everybody's yeah. getting into it. Feeling it? Uh, yeah. I like it. Uh, <laughs> let's go Vikes. Let's go Vikes. <laughs> High score, champ. That's not a winner. We got to talk about a Other than an indoor stadium. All right. but that's I, got, okay. I got this done. Actually, you did. You PD, figured it out? I, I, I fucking love um, uh, some beach volleyball in the sun. There you go. Oh, shit. So that's, that's – pl- Let's go, champ. I do. It's fun. And, you know, it, it's an easy sport. Everybody can play it. 23.50 plus. So that brings you to 73.50. And uh, baseball game in the sun. Brandon Delaney. Yeah. Nothing takes your breath away than walking through those, that dark tunnel, and then mm. seeing that green, mm. and mm. all that crowd. Nothing takes your breath away. That is plus so nice. twenty five hundred. So mm. this is a winner for BD Delaney. Oh! Eighty five hundred. All right. Oh okay. man. Most awesome, a piece of shit. That's all I heard. All right, let's get into <laughs> MAB Date Night. Bring us to the jam. Oh, yeah, it's the map date night. The showdown is where they fight. Here they discuss if this movie sucks. Why? Because this pot fucks. I said this pot fucks. Oh, yeah, this pot fucks. Alright, MAB Date Night, Flight of the Navigator with guest Aaron Champion. Brother, so we're going to hit all the temples. We're going to do, does this movie hold up? We're going to talk a little bit about toughest plot pills to swallow. We're going to talk favorite quotes. We're going to talk where are they now. Well, Champ, can I, like can I ask some more parameters oh. here? Because you, you know you know how uh, sure. vocal I can be about this stuff. Is this Is this stuff you want me to chime in on? Yeah, I'm passionate about these kind of things. So, well, yeah, this is uh, unlike the Neapolitan Showdown. You're not just here for the eye count. All right, all right. You're all here right. to actually. Right, right. You're you're here to drop your little fun facts about this movie. You made us watch because I, I don't think it's little. It's not a hidden secret. You're um. What's the most polite way to say nerd? Nerd. 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 Oh, so what's okay? Let's 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 in a debate right now. What's the difference between like a nerd and a geek? Well, uh, it's interesting that you bring that up because that is d- addressed in the movie Flight of the Navigator. <clears throat> oh, why? Well, where do we address it? Let's let's get let's let's hit the let's hit the ground running. So there is a point where um, I believe he called himself Paul Paul Ham or something in the movie, but Paul Rubens or Pee Wee Herman, and the uh, yeah. ship show up to ask directions to a group of teenagers in a car. <laughs> and oh, they yes. freaked out and left yeah, because they couldn't deal with it. That's a geek. Mm. Those are geeks. Those are geeks? I yeah. thought that they were in a convertible. It's, it's, you know, like, this is the yeah, 80s. I mean. This is the 80s. It's a different time. <laughs> that was a geek in 1986. Uh, all right, a so nerd was the guy inside the spaceship. That's a nerd. <laughs> okay, so, so here's where I handled Flight of the Navigator. For, if you guys haven't seen it, fire it up. Take a, take a quick glance. We're dealing with this, like uh, basically uh, a kid in 1978 gets lost in the woods on yep. a chase, disappears born. for eight years, and then he comes back in 1986, and then has no memory. The whole world changed. 
His parents are ordered. He, he doesn't remember it. So uh, we'll dive in real fast. Uh, most awesome, your first takes from Flight and Navigator. Does it hold up? Oh, does it hold up? Um, yeah, not really. I mean, I don't think it uh, – sorry, Champ. I don't think it really holds up. I mean, I like the story. I just felt that there were much larger gaps, and we just kind of – we just assumed a lot of things just moved forward and No, I one hundred percent agree with you. It does not hold up. But Okay, um, good. All right, all right. Was this was this but, movie but just built to be like that, a the feelings I got sure, were great. This movie to me feels like if it came out right now, it would be built to be a precursor to his Disney ride. Like this feels like it's just like, hey, right. we're, we we have a Disney ride coming out soon. You're gonna be in a little ship, and that's what's going on. Is that what's going Where on? Where is that Disney ride, by the way? Because the inside of that <laughs> ship oh, is fucking amazing. I want to be so inside Chan- that ship. I want to fly it. Why don't I have that ride at Disney right now? Okay, right. I would be so a Disney fan. I hate Disney, but I would be there. Those seats look hella uncomfortable, though. Yeah, listen, to, listen to the deep dive, Champ. You love this movie. It still holds up for you. No, it does not hold up. It, it's poorly edited. Uh, watching it last night, I was uh, working. I work in post. It was really badly edited, and I can't believe it made it to to uh, the screens that way. There was uh, some dialogue edits that were fucked up, and the number one thing that bothers me about this movie more unbelievable than the spaceship, the aliens, the time travel, any of it is this Canadian fucking kid in this American family with that accent that bugged me and pulled me out of it every moment throughout the entire thing. His accent. David. Talking about David, David. Right? He's from Canada, and the rest of the his entire family is from Florida. Good, I, thing, good thing there's not a lot of interaction between him and his family and everyone else. It's just like the Freemans. Yeah. They don't give a shit about David, so that, I'll just put that out there, right there. Okay, they so here, here's my thing. Like, uh, let me yes, real fast. Yeah, let um, me send you to the swamp to go find your dog. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, most that's, awesome. And, let, and let over a it, over a train track too, of course. Yeah, oh, right. three times well, over me, that train track. Let me know if it holds up for you. Most awesome. Then I want to I want to kind of set the stage for things that were really hard to kind of get around. Yeah, no, I don't think it holds up. I mean, I remember watching it as a kid. I remember being like. I think every little boy and like Champ was Champ and I were talking when we were about the same age. Like you wanted to be David and you wanted to be Navigator, oh, yeah. you wanted all that stuff. But watching it and so as a your your eight nine ten year old kid, you you just focused on that, but you're not really focused in on the like lack of security in NASA or Sarah Jessica Parker or the Freemans or any of these or other dog things. Frisbee that contests? Where were those? That, that yes. never happened to well, me. I never got to be in a dog frisbee throwing contest. <laughs> I was just gonna, I mean, there's the, a lot of were those national contests? Where were those? Well, that was a very region. That was a Where regional. That was the, the Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> that was the Fort Lauderdale. I would dog have been kind. on that in a heartbeat. I, I thought that was coming next when I saw that movie. Ooh, I'll, I'll, yeah, me and I'll, Lady, <laughs> me and Lady the dog will have a frisbee throwing contest, and I will win that motherfucker in Fort Lauderdale. Florida. I'm pretty sure their dog was the same dog eight years later. Like, they, they never addressed well, that. They didn't get, yeah, they didn't get rid of the dog. You really didn't need the dog a lot in that big. I, I just think it's just a – here's the thing. I watched this movie with my kids. Yeah. And today, this morning, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Biggest hit of the movie was the opening scene with the dogs. 
I really think it was like yeah. this. It was like, it was like a 10 day. minute opening, I'm not bullshitting. by the way. 10 minutes yeah. of slow-mo dogs catching fris- frisbees. A lot of dogs. You can't get away with yeah. that in, in okay. movies today. Okay. Yeah, you have to remember this. When we do the movies that can hold up, which what applies, like getting like commission commission 2.0s, like real just kid vibe. Especially as they start getting closer to the age. I mean, this podcast is obviously going to go for decades. Like, as they start <laughs> right. getting closer to the age, we were to, like, be able to chime in. But on, I totally like, get that. that. You can't do that it, now, but um, uh, Dog Frisbee for 10-minute opening credit scene, you could yeah, do exactly. that in the 80s. You could do that. You can't do that yeah. now. Yeah, it was just it was all about sexy B-roll. It's just like this is good-looking B-roll, like for kids. With like, porn we're, music we're too. It's it's really weird. Porn music and dogs catching frisbees for ten I was minutes. Say, okay, so I want to. It's like, mostly the movie, over, honestly. Is that we're dog all, frisbee? We're contest. all over the map here, but also like his like the '80s synthesizer. Like we're doing a montage as he's traveling. Music is just like was there a bigger staple in the '80s than that? It was just yeah. like it was like that same fucking mm. track we printed a billion. It was, things. It it was, was a like, copy oh. paste situation where it's like, yeah, just just do that for the next three minutes. Oh, it felt nice. <clears throat> it felt nice. So I'll I'll do that. I'll say uh, so. My biggest uh, I'll go toughest plot pill to swallow, and we'll we'll bounce back and forth between like your takeaways. But uh, this Ralph thing, uh, like, were they trying to figure out what the future would look like? It wouldn't because this movie was shot in. 1986. Yeah, right. Actually, they didn't do the past well. 1978 didn't really look. It was like they were doing a 1986 version of 1978. Right. Yeah, they were were trying to stay away. And then, like, this Ralph thing, which is just this big lumbering (sighs) robot that has food inside of it. Like, that's... That's that's what happens at NASA. Don't you know, Brandon? That's what right. it said and it also delivered mail. Don't forget it. It said mail on the front of it. Oh, so I was like, oh, is okay. it mail and food? Oh, man. That doesn't seem sanitary. Double. I'm not really sure how that all works. They also Double. carry papers in there because, you know, Jessica Parker had to, you know, mail was in there as well. It was a dumb. Ah. The robot's dumb. I agree. Completely dumb. I, I remember thinking it, it, it was dumb in 1986. Right. It's only strictly the device to get him out, out of, of the Yeah, we need something the, big the enough cell. to get him out of there. Yeah. Right. Well, right. to me, to me, this is this is, it's two it's two movies. It's a quantum leap whodunit. Like, what do you got, buddy? I was just gonna say no. It reminded me. There's like I think the very first episode of X Files is like a missing kid that like transports like that goes like through time or something like that. Yeah. Which is which is very much like that. What you're talking about, like that's the first half of the movie. The second half of the movie is yeah. It's a it's a, it's a theme this, park like, ride. Right. I, I don't yeah, want to go we, down. A, I'm not going to go down this path. But To me, it was like the robot got uh, <coughs> the spaceship voice got a little we, like he was Pee Wee Herman for like half of it. It was Pee Wee Herman. It was Pee Wee yeah. Herman. It was Pee Wee yeah. Herman. Yeah, I think it was. Did Paul Rubens legit do it? Yeah, legit. Yes. That's him. But he went under the name Paul Ham for that because he's such a ham or something. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really know what the movie was kind of trying to do with that part of like I, I did like when he walked back in like it definitely seemed like a hero story for a kid that survived something I, I don't think they solved the puzzle with you know why he why he disappeared for eight years and can't remember it I, I don't remember like the his, him having no memory of it really coming up or that being solved and then his brain storing all this information and his brain storing this information. If a computer and a ship can put that information into his brain, they can obtain it. And his brain is the only thing that has it. 
Yeah, it is kind of silly that he, that the spaceship flies into some electrical wires and then suddenly loses its memory. But, you know, that, that, I really do think that that, this was a Disney vehicle for a ride that never happened. I really do think that. But it was so fun to watch a kid fly a spaceship all over the world. And that was what was exciting to me, especially coming out of Back to the Future. And I mean, there were so many movies like this. Explorers is the real movie. This is like B to A Explorers with, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, <coughs> Ethan Hawke. And, um, and uh, River Phoenix. And that's, a, that's an amazing movie. So I was I was very flummoxed by like NASA is first off they find because because you, you, you triggered my memory when you talked about it flying into the electrical tower there and I was like and I think even that scene they talked about like what a great like sophisticated piece of machinery it was <laughs> but then you crash into like the most static object that's out there these electrical towers I know so then I look at NASA and NASA okay. So NASA's getting involved. It's high-level, top-secret. They want to transport this spacecraft to their to their bunker. And wh- how do they do it? They like throw a tarp over right. it, yeah. Strap it to like a strap it to a rig, and like, oh, let's just drive it down like the four hundred five or the the one hundred one <laughs> midday, yeah. with everyone can see it. Like nothing. No, don't worry Probably about it, people. Probably ninety five. It's just this yeah. floating. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and let's just like coast it in there. And put it in and, there. And I mean, it's it, Mr. Whoever from Head of the Class. Who is the, Head of the Class, of the baby? Howard. Head of the Class. <clears throat> Ooh, this made me think of Howard Hessman. Howard Hessman, yes. Howard, he was in WKRP, WKRP in Cincinnati. And, and, and Head of the Class. Ooh, and this movie. This is, podcast is just Howard got Hessman. old. Yeah, is, but riddle me is this. Is he still is with Howard us? Hess- he is. I, I think mm-hmm. he is. That's, that's beautiful. So, is Howard Hessman, 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 is he the... Poor man's Martin Mull. Oh my God! So like, I gotta imagine they came up in the same era. They're the same age. They went after so so Martin Mull. I have uh, more respect uh, for Mr. Howard Hessman, honestly. How so? I just do. I think it's out of the class, and I think it's uh, WKRP. I really do. Say so you're more impressed by his resume. Well, Champ, that yeah, is that I, is. I, I mean, I'm trying, to, yes I'm trying to figure it out. Martin Mull is. Um, <laughs> Martin Mull, such a uh, he's a. I mean, they're both character actors, but Martin Mull's always the ne'er-do-well well kind of, usually plays a kind of goofy, kind of I'm not, I'm not aware. Howard Hessman always knows stuff. Oh, yeah, we're losing viewers by the tens. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, I, took uh, it out, I took it out by of the, the ones. stunner here. <laughs> by the one. But do you know uh, what I mean, shit. Paul? I mean, he always seems to be, I see what you're saying. he knows I, stuff. I kind of saw them as both intellectuals and I having a little bit see of Martin a. Mull as, a, as an intellectual at all. He's kind of like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's who I am. But that's Howard a Hessman spot is on Martin Mull impression, <laughs> by the way. But Howard Hessman's <laughs> like, it. you killed no, it. No, we got to do this, and uh, will you put some will you put some Bee Gees on so I can talk to this bitch? You know. All right, there you pe- go. people. Uh, uh, I a didn't. Too- I didn't mean bitch disrespectfully. I meant it. You know. Oh God! I. You know what? Mm. We'll sit here all pod and watch you just take this flag down through my liberal very nonsense. Yeah. Dark tunnel. <laughs> uh, uh, we we've been through a version of this. All right. Um. So uh, another toughest uh, toughest pot 
flat pill to swallow for old Brandana here. People a little too chill about this kid disappearing for eight years. Yes. Like like his his brothers cracking wise with him about I know. the like I know. this That's would so be hilarious. the biggest thing on earth. It's just like you've disappeared for eight years and you haven't aged a stitch. Guys bucket. Right. So ridiculous. Yeah. Butt face. And then like when they're in the hospital, the mom is like, Well, you boys go off and get some sleep. And the dad's yeah. like, All right, peace. Later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like oh, we're get some much needed shut eye. Did you see that Disney World trip they years. they did? Like Howard Hesman comes and says, You really need to come to NASA and they're like, No, we're gonna be at Disney World or some shit. It it was it right. was asinine, the whole thing. Right, and they're like, oh, well, we're only going to keep him for 48 hours. I'd be like, uh, I haven't seen this kid in eight years. We declared him dead. And he's so, the no, same I'm, age. I'm, I'm not going to like just be peacing out for like two days. I'm going to be nearby. Oh, oh, by the way, you're NASA, and I don't know what the fuck you're going to do with my kid. So I'm going to hang out. I'm going to hang out. I know the plot pill right now. It's just like uh, can so... we Can we do the science thing? Are you going to hit the science I know you want to hit the science, brother. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tackle all these because I know once you get into science, we're not gonna be able to fucking pull you no, out. No, no, no. So it, it's gonna be, I, I've, I've it's written gonna be it down. Crickets. I'm concise. I'm gonna be doing my best. I've written it down. I'm gonna it's be very doing concise. My best Howard Hesseman impression. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do, we're gonna do the sports guy take on uh, this, shit. and then right. it, we'll give people the option to shut the pot off. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, spaceship. Oh, so this spaceship just. I wonder how the spaceship brand. It was very confused that he would have to use the bathroom, but he it's the shiniest spend, walnut I've ever seen. Yeah, he spent four point six light years with this guy. He doesn't know that he had to like piss sometimes. You know, I yeah. don't like bathroom humor, but all of a sudden, like, it was a big shot. Like, they're they're reconnect. They reconnect the ship well, and the kid. Well, keep please remember that he only spent two point five hours with him. Yeah, but okay, so he climbs on the ship and he's been in there. 10 minutes and he has to use the bathroom twice. So in this kid's rate of having to use the bathroom, like that's going to come up in the two and a half hours they spent together. Not if he's unconscious. I, I, he, we're walking down a path. Sorry. No, that's the path we want to walk down. So he was unconscious the entire time he was on the ship. Yeah, I think so. Then why those, those, uh, the other, like, uh, the knockoff Muppets and Gremlins. <laughs> I know. Aren't they unconscious are not, and knockoff like, Jim Hanson nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like, I don't I don't think he was unconscious. He he's also called the navigator. Wasn't he making calls at a point? He dropped he dropped a because he had I can't remember Max Max is the name of the ship had uh, heard that humans only use ten percent of their brains, so he yeah, dropped yeah, in his star time. charts there as a uh, backup. You know, you always got to have backup right now. Yeah. So exactly. he's legit just using the kids. Go ahead, most awesome. Let's hear it. No, 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 you're good. I do like, I was just going to comment that I love that, that like that 10% of the brain thing. Like, I, I don't know if it started from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do, yeah, I do remember it's getting awesome. Awesome. Yeah. at a lot of parties and awesome. like, you know, we only use 10% of our brains. And it's, it's some Hollywood writer who wrote that. And it's not even true. It's not even true. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't we I, use that's all of our brain I, all the time. By the way, we just use want all everybody to know that we want we use all of our brain. Because the then time. we most us we talked about this last week. It was just like uh, it was. I think we're like, did they champion the term? I don't remember what we were fucking talking about, but it was like, what, oh, kill them all at the paramedic sort of. Yeah, exactly. It's just like what yeah, is yeah. it? Ten percent of your brain did flight and navigator just start that? And everybody's just like, yeah, we'll use. And it was just spread around schools. Probably. And, 
It's possibly <laughs> yeah. true. Oh, yeah. And that happened. Like, everybody thought, you know, you only use 10% of your brain. No. Yeah. No, that's not what's happening at all. It's a, it's a whole concept of Limitless with your boy Bradley Cooper. Oh, boy, yeah, that movie. Boy. That stupid movie. On the market. Yeah. Oh, careful, champ. Careful. Oh, oh, oh. Don't Limitless? talk against Bradley Cooper, yeah. Yeah, it's just dangerous, dangerous territory. Yeah. He's going uh, through some right, tr- uh, troubles. So, so even champ you remember this and you're uh a nerd with the that ralph machine did that seem silly at the time or does it just not hold up at all now you're talking about the big robot yeah mm-hmm. it was a plot the, device and, and i think i knew it at the time it was a plot device it was like that's we don't see robots that's does nasa have robots that's well, what i like, thought and, it's inconvenient. It's cumbering. It doesn't. Yeah, move it's quickly. stupid. It doesn't do anything really. It just comes yeah. into the room and takes up space, and goes. Rah, 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 rah. I mean, yeah, it was dumb. But it uh, was okay, a plot the last, Okay, the, that's fine. The last thing is just like the, all those the aliens from another planet. This movie might have almost pulled it off, if it didn't go like total muppety on every creature from another planet just kind of looks like the same and once i, I don't even Do you remember the, the eyeball, eyeball that went the big eyeball the big eyeball that screams it seemed a little culturally insensitive I agree. That eyeball. <laughs> as a as a hollywood liberal i agree with that it's very <laughs> right. culturally are we gonna are we gonna gloss over one of the uh, the biggest plot pills in carolyn mcadams and sarah jessica parker parker i'm sorry what like are we going to gloss over her whole role and her, like, how does a NASA intern yeah, have candy yeah, strong? And, and, like, like, yeah. the, and she's also an Air Force brat. I mean, it, none of that made sense. So she gets onto a highly classified base where they found right. alien life. They are, they're clearly, employees. clearly trying Ten to hide employees this on this base. Also. But no, she's the daughter of an Air Force guy. Well, we have to move every right. two years. Um, right, right. And, uh, yeah, that's that's happening. She's delivering his food. Oh, and, and, right. and the, uh, she... the uh, stupid, like, <laughs> law enforcement people behind the glass, like, just regular law enforcement people who aren't watching. They're watching, like, the the 49ers play. Well, yeah. Well, they're playing. Sports. They're playing. Actually, uh, you're talking about sports. They're playing poker, and somehow this guy got two full houses in a row. That's not a like sport. another full house. <laughs> Those are tough odds. Tough. You know, the odds of getting two full houses in a row playing That's five card draw ain't good. Right. Every, every every security person in this movie is fucking playing cards. Like the second they sit <laughs> well, down, like, well, here we go. That's Let's what start they playing could cards. <laughs> I think, they, had, I think every, they had certain art department budget and that's what they could afford that's not, I, I think every security guard like I, I they're not breaking the mold on this i think every security guard in every 80s film was just like a card player they see their solitaire it's five card draw like it is something to yeah. do or with, a like, walkman there's always a walkman involved yeah all right so right now um best lines what do you got <clears throat> most awesome go first i got he's eight years old mom i think you can make it a half mile through the woods. He's talking about his little brother who was eight years old, trekking through like jungle and woods and fucking train tracks. He can make it a half mile. And where and is that in Fort Lauderdale, mo- by the way? Where is that? De- yeah, that scenery doesn't match up. I'm not really sure where that is. Yeah. yeah. But also, too, I like the lays off air attitude of 
the Freeman's well, it mother. Was 1978. Mrs. Freeman. It was 1978. 1978. He's just like, oh, I just, I don't like, I don't like your eight-year-old just roaming free. You go get it. Let's send the twelve-year-old. Let's put all of our eggs in this fucking I mean, murder frankly, basket. Frankly, eighty-six was like that. Yeah, go play in the the storm drainage ditch. That's fine. Go. I, <laughs> yeah, I did that. Right. I built a fort in the storm drainage ditch by my house. Yes, I get it. Let's, it stands let's, out. Let's though. take the weight off everyone's shoulders. This movie's a piece of shit. Like, it's, it's, it's not a piece of shit. shit. It's 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 a piece of uh, it's a piece of something. It's a piece of something. Yeah. What is okay? Oh, champ. How much? Okay. I, I wanted the over under. After the first time you saw this movie, I loved this movie when I was. I eight. know you did. I know you did. This is what I'm going to guess. The number of th- how long this term lasts in your head? I'm going to say it's probably a year and a half. That when someone says something, you would say compliance. Oh my god. Compliance. <laughs> Got you, bro. Roasted. This is this oh, is a motherfucker who knows me very well. I heard that. I was just yes. like, oh, Champ was throwing this all around the schoolyard. I was. You're not going to play in this football game. Compliance. I was. I did say that. I did say that. Compliance. Uh, compliance. I did. I can hear my myself saying it now. Compliance. Oh man, I, I like uh, I just everybody thought I had I, there was no word for it at the time, but it, it sounded like autism <laughs> compliance. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I did like uh, I've been gone for eight years. Where outer space could be like I don't. There was like a real we're going to shove the plot of this movie down your throat and the simplicity of it that was I think unintentionally funny. But like when he met Sarah Jessica Parker, it was just like, oh man, they're just like. There was a super awkward scene. Do you remember this, Brandon? With Which one? SJP and uh, David. Like super awkward. Like yeah, where they're at I mean, the all... door, and she says, "You know, you're cute," and he does that bedroom eyes thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. At her, and it, it was. I watched that, and I was like, "That is inappropriate. That is in a, mm. not cool." I don't know. I like yeah. I like twelve year old closers. well and i don't know and i guess and it should i think they're trying to pay off the conversation between him and his dad when he was like straight up like peeping tom right the girl who you never find out like i would have thought that she would have come back i was kind of hoping that she should have she should have come back back. i was kind of hoping it was sarah just oh shit i had had a note about that i was gonna ask you yeah the little spyglass girl yeah i was like if if commish jr's peeping on a squirrel like (laughs) you bring it up right you have a conversation yeah, yeah, that should have yeah. oh, yeah. that should have been ex- like the romantic thing, but there was this weird, awkward thing with a twenty-four-year-old and a right. and an eleven-year-old. I don't, I can't remember how old he was. Eleven? Twelve? He was twelve. And he it was this weird thing because he would have been almost her age if he had aged. Yeah. And I think that was you what they were s- trying to say, like, oh my god, they'd be the same oh, age. Oh yeah, then close the lead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could have. Soften the like pedophilia it angle that she was laying on him. Yeah, exactly. Like you could have softened it by being like, "Well, she knew him when he was younger." Exactly. Kind of like that big. Big. big I was scenario. gonna say the big. Yeah, I was gonna big say big. Really worked it out. <laughs> I don't know which came first, bigger, bigger. I, I don't think yeah, big worked that out at all. They should have brought back that uh, girl on the boat. <laughs> really, that would have made sense. Sarah that Jessica Parker. Sense, like, which I really do think this was the best movie she was ever in. She was uh, the best not, in this movie. Not, not girls. Not girls just want to have fun. I didn't see that one. Not uh, doc, Doctor and Mrs. Kamish will school you on some girls just want to have fun. I thought she was very By good the, in this movie. Your guest. She is. 
but this is like a peak when they didn't know what to do with cute like actresses like they would just roll her out roll them out and be like just be cute and bubbly and fun with your this with is your her, purple like, this hair thing yeah with the purple hair yeah exactly yeah and it's just like just be cute fun and we'll just you know just say say that say dialogue i like i she, love right, that she went to see his parents and kept them informed uh, she she seemed earnest and and uh had a so lot how, of stakes so how does how does Carolyn McAdams get this info? How does she get the deets on there to even go to know where the parents are? You know, she's just an intern yeah, she's, with, an, she's like with a, a military Russian dad. Spy. It's amazing. What did I just text? What did I text you, you text me that earlier? Brother. Yeah. I text literally texted Russian you that. Spy. Is Carolyn McAdams <laughs> a Russian spy set Don't to ruin NASA's space program? And in program? 1986, that's a huge deal. Yeah, no Russian spy. Oh, huge deal. Man. All right, guys. Let's, they, uh, they missed the mark so much on this fucking movie. <laughs> Let's judge this on uh, it's one to five air horns. In tradition, we started at the same time. It has no rhyme or reason. It ain't going to work out, but we're damn excited about it. All right, let's start our air horns in three, two, one. How many you judge judge it on? One to five air horns. <laughs> where you get it. We start, it we start it in three, two, one. <laughs> Champ, you have zero air horns. No, I gave it one. Oh, you said brown? All right, I gave it two. Two out of five. I gave it two. I gave well, it two. The, the, it the special only reason I gave it one is because I remember it so fondly, and then re-watching it, the editing was so terrible. So oh, terrible. Okay. okay. And, and right, you guys, know what? Is... Uh, here, uh, all, all of your tens of Interrupt listeners. Interrupt me while I podcast again and see what happens. Interrupt. Tens of listeners. Of thousands <laughs> and hundreds. <laughs> I don't know how I gotta, math I gotta, works. I got to tell you, explorers What's, what's the movie. not plural of dozens? Dozen. Ex- listener explorers <laughs> everybody watch explorers that's the best movie right. of night late yeah, 80s explorers is doing and fine. there there's some Ethan Hawk is doing fine. nonsense in that one too but it's so good plus it may be sports podcast at gmail.com let us know your thoughts of champ being on the pod guys we're going to close this out we have aaron champion judge the neapolitan showdown what a sport and checking out flight navigator sounds like a don't <laughs> Don't watch. Is it our first? No, don't first watch, it, watch it. But, but be be eight. Don't be eight watch. while you watch it. <laughs> be younger Make sure while you watch eight. it. Eight year olds listen to this. I don't know how you control your parents. Get scooped up. Go back in time. Watch it again. But let other friends know. All right, we're gonna finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. I'm gonna come out of the gate. My MVP is Carback Brewing Company. Came out with a rose IPA. Marrying two things I love. That's pink wine and the hops of an IPA. Oh my god, I'm so weekends are gone, bro. I don't know if we can do podcasts anymore. How do you how do you make a hoppy rose? I don't I don't get it. I that's for the that's for the professionals to find out. Don't ask me how they fly (laughs) a moon. Just just say it. Just say it, Brandon. Compliance. Compliance. Complies. What do you got? Uh, who's your MVP? Most awesome. Uh, I'm gonna go with the outfielder for the Seattle uh, Mariners, Mitch Haininger. Yeah, we've all been there, bro. He's uh, he's in the DL for testicular contusion, is what it's labeled as. He ruptured a testicle falling a ball off. We've been there, bro. Damn. Little tip of the map to you. You're my MVP of the week. You need it. You're gonna be laid up for a bit. Man, don't even know what that means. Uh, Aaron Champion, who you got? Oh, MVP. Uh, MVP of the week. I'm going to go with um, Martin Mull. 
There you go. <laughs> Bring it back. Just for uh, being, being the actor that he is. <laughs> he's such I a guess, goofy uh, motherfucker. Anyway. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on real, hold on real quick. Brandon, do we, do we still want to do... Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You're right. You're right. I forgot. I forgot. And that's right. It's time for that segment. Mav about you. <laughs> oh! Whenever we have a guest, we like to put him through the rapid... Fire ringer. That's right. Okay. And champion, you agreed to come on the pod and you agreed to answer all these questions. You have to do it. It's in your contract. Rate this podcast on a scale of one to this podcast fox. This co- podcast bones. Ooh. <laughs> I'll give you there are what 186 bones in the human body. I'm just making that number up. 186. <laughs> I think right, it's uh, something, but yeah. Okay, we're close. <laughs> we're in the ballpark. Rapid fire and champion. Rapid fire fire uh, you're uh, the one champion. being who, slow who won the super bowl last year uh eagles <laughs> oh, so you did give me minus five thousand in my <laughs> second question in so that's a minus five thousand sports yeah sports uh nice piece but how many kids does most awesome have three boom very good excellent sir uh, three times three is nine. I don't know why. Third question, three kids, nine points. Love it. Uh, you like to rock and roll the weekends. What's the best hangover food? Denny's. American Ooh, Slam. What's, what's your order? Oh, American Slam. Oh, American Slam. Because I'm I an like American. That. That's right. 1776 right there, sir. Star Wars or Star Trek and keep it short. <laughs> Star Trek because science. Track. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, you do not. The force is not with you, so they say. Well, you four, can you can like old points. like uh, <laughs> king and queen shit. I like science, but whatever. Let's go. All right, your name starts with a double A. Worst pocket call you've ever gotten. I don't even know what that means. It means your name's Aaron. People sit in their phone and they call Aaron, and then you listen. It's a butt call. Oh, uh, you ever got oh, a butt oh, call? Oh shit! Yeah, the worst one ever. Neil Brennan. <laughs> Neil Brennan oh. pocket dialed me. Whoops. Hello. Neil Brennan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was the worst. Neil, that was the worst. Neil, I'll, give, I'll give you three points for that for Neil Brennan's three mics. Wow. <laughs> uh, My boy's so sharp. All right. Um, let's hear your acapella air horn. That's, that's excellent. That's very good. Sounds a little Star Warsian, not Star Trekian, though. <laughs> oh. So I'm going to give you uh, Khan for that Khan! <laughs> uh, best birthday age to turn. 16. Boom. 16 points. I love it. Um, do you ever ask someone to give you a ride to the airport? Never. And if not, why? 100%. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> you do? Right. I'm sorry. You, you said you do? I do not because I'm an adult. You do not. Okay. All right, what's a, the the average fare to LAX is fifty four dollars? I don't even know anymore. Uh, Pretty close. From Hollywood, it's it's probably forty two. Yeah. Forty two. All right. Well, I'll you tip well fifty four dollars. Correct. All right, your last name is Champion. It's got to come with a lot of pressure. If we had to replace your last name, pick one: Aaron Silver, Aaron Participation Trophy, Aaron Who Dis New Phone? <laughs> who Dis No Phone? <laughs> Brandon called it a pocket dial. I've never heard that before. So there's going to give you butt, which is your rear, coming up with the gear. And let me tally this all up here very carefully. 
You're a man who loves to drink. You don't like parasites in the river. No. <laughs> My, you, sir, have won an MAB Sports Podcast t-shirt. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Oh! I'm so excited. Yes. That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. So it's been another amazing episode 67 of Most Awesome Brandana Sports Podcast. Shoot us an email, mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Email us. Get on the pod. Do a little, little shootout. Get on the pod this year before it closes out. I am Brandana Champion. Will you ask Most Awesome to sign himself off, please? Hey, Most Awesome, could you please sign yourself off? I would do anything for Mab, <laughs> but I won't pot that. No, I won't pot that. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion. Uh.